folks, uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports, and I'll use my computer and just go in here. And I'm going to check. Okay. Welcome back to Thursday Night Too Much Dip live stream. KJ Ellis alongside the always on point with the get your ass in here message, David Carter Ruff. What's up, David? You know, um, tonight it's it's not really about me. I just want to be a voice of the voiceless. <laughs> well, uh, one person I hope that's not on voice rest. How about that? Also a topical point there. Dylan Shivery. Oh, yeah. Joe, is that a, a Joe Burrow reference? Yeah, he got throated last right. week. That's right, he did. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, I'm very happy to be here, man. I'm ready to talk some uh, some football. Some We're talking hockey? Is that my Brett's here? What's up, Brett? What's going on, guys? Look I'm excited. The Sabres have a lead. One nothing. What? Against Les Habitants. Is this what we brought upon ourselves? Well, before we do hockey, how about uh, we tell the good people what we do here typically? And uh, what the hell is Kyrie doing, uh, David? You want to start with that part? I mean, he's giving a voice to those who have no voice. Um, the voiceless, uh, as they are known commonly. And, you know, Kyrie is someone who does, in fact, have a voice. And this group of marginalized people, those who do not want to get the vaccine, they don't have a voice, KJ. So Kyrie just wants to give them a voice, which, I again, he does have. Okay. Okay, fair. Well, uh, I guess the news that we're referring to is that Kyrie Irving is likely not playing this season, to which he said he knows the <laughs> results of his actions. And uh, speaking of voiceless, um, I want to bring back a segment we haven't done really since the beginning of Thursday night shows. Let's bring this on you guys. We won't take too much time, but I'd like to return back to the, uh, the dip court. Uh, and I'm just going to play exhibit a real quick uh, and just get the crowd's live reaction, see how they're interpreting uh -oh. what uh, the gentleman's saying here. We've had, we've had a, a real good couple weeks podcast. Anytime spooky seasons in the mix, we start to kind of perk up a little bit. I think it's taken a toll on me. I think I'm like, I think I'm getting a little, I'm burning the candle at both ends right now. And, and I'm not even trimming the wick. Oh my God. True gosh. bad boy shit. Wow. True bad boy shit. Yeah. It's been a strong, it's, we've had a, a strong month so far. I'm just, I need a break. Okay. I just had, I just had a revelation. You need to some at the pizza boxes. Edible pizza boxes. Unfortunately, this isn't about edible pizza boxes, although I think it's a genius idea. I won't infringe on that copyright. I'd like to just compare two circles uh, when referring to this month of content and the uh, week and a half suspension that I've served over uh, the last couple of weeks and how those overlap. Does anyone else here think Dylan was referring to my lack of presence on recent episodes and just saying things have just been going stellar? <laughs> oh, wow. Um... I... I have done my own research, KJ. It's, it seems that all signs point to that. <laughs> KJ, come on, man. You know I would never do you like that. Come on. Even though you did you did walk out, you did fake a phone call to leave in the middle of too much dip. Um, some were saying that we got stronger after you walked out of the mm -hmm. out of the studio. I'm not one of the people who said that, but people were saying that. Mm -hmm. But you know I would never do you like that publicly. Come on. 
Well, Michael doesn't. Michael doesn't believe that. <laughs> well, I appreciate Michael. Guy. I appreciate Michael's support. Now, I uh, I really wanted to bring that up just to divert all attention to Brett and appreciate him for stepping in uh, as he did. And uh, let's uh, give a little shine to a uh, new podcast. I know we talked about it on Tuesday, but or Monday. Can't talk about it enough. The hell is this uh, cold stove thing? And will there be a creamery segment? Cold stove. It's the uh, the foremost podcast in ice cream. <laughs> is what we do there. So there will be a segment that we call the creamer. No, it's cold, cold stove, myself, NRD, NHL rumors daily on Twitter. Um, super, super good dude. He's got some, uh, some inside access that I think will be a lot of fun. It's breaking news. It's rumors. It's trade speculation. It's a uh, reaction from around the league. It's, it's the biggest headlines. We kind of break them down in our own way. So it's a little bit more serious than, uh, than a, a comedic pot, but it's going to be a lot of fun regardless. We'll have a lot of fun guests on. Maybe we'll have Dave on to talk Dallas Stars. We might have Dylan on to talk Vegas Golden Knights or Austin Coyotes, whatever one happens uh, at some point. So we'll, we'll see. But it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, check us out at Cold Stove Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. Um, and drop in next week, first episode. Absolute fire graphic, I will say. The pivot to uh, the red pops like on the phone. Like whatever tone or whatever you picked is excellent. There, there's a, I'll pull back the curtain here, KJ. That's a psychology thing because that is the same red that your uh, Apple notifications are. There you go. Look at this guy. Look at you, man. Man. Are you kidding me? So you're pre-programmed to be like, ooh, I, I need to do something about that. This guy here. Nothing gets by you. It, what else can you say? Um, I was a Kraken fan for about 12 minutes the other night, and then I was just kind of out on it. <laughs> I don't know why I tried Their to uniforms are, are not great. They have that light blue on their sleeve that weirdly just, it, you can't really see it. When the T, when the camera angles backed away, it's they're they're going to go through some growing pains as far as their marketing goes because obviously you just you don't really know how things look. I will say ESPN a couple days in has been awesome. TNT had an awesome segment yesterday where they brought Chuck out to uh, play goalie on Wayne Gretzky. Um, <laughs> that was good. Go well I enjoyed Chuck. that. But uh, but so far so good on the hockey coverage. So far so good for the Sabers. One nothing on the on the Montreal Canadiens. Speaking of the Kraken, they, they caught their first ever L thanks to my Golden Knights the other night. So love Made to see that. Made it interesting, that. though, Dylan. They did, but the boys were buzzing. They did. Okay, so time out. Do we need another hockey podcast with, like, what we're doing right now? I mean, I feel like we're pretty much dominating and explaining, like, everything going on in the game. I mean, what can't we do here, man? Yeah. Dumping we're also going to talk about, like, the stone man going top shelf on them, you know? That, that's what we do. All will, I've got to say. I will say, reserve a segment for you, Dylan, to, to talk about the Stone Man. In fact, if he does go top shelf, 30 seconds of Dylan talking about the Stone Man going top shelf is in the rundown. I promise you that. Oh, you can't I'll, find that anywhere else, folks. Cold stove. I think you guys should just get it pre recorded and just hit the button. It's the same Dylan feedback. Uh, <laughs> kind of like uh, uh, Pete Sounder when he gets a sub, and it's just, you know, Dylan's same commentary on <laughs> Stone Man going top shelf. I, I think that could work. My only comment on hockey, since uh, this is going to be a cold stone, cold stone. See, I did it. Stove exclusive. Bring back the tail. I was a genuine fan of the Fox Trail Tail. Everybody that liked hockey hated it. I liked it. Oh KJ, my God. I've been saying the same thing, man. 
Dude. I don't care how, how crisp the picture is on the TV. I need it. The action's mm-hmm. too fast. Mm-hmm. You guys just never played puck growing up. Come on. All right. You, well, that's very true. That's enough of that. Let's. They just walked in. Let's talk a little bit about. Uh, there's a little baseball game going on tonight. A little baseball game. And uh, the game nation's. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Randy who labeled it game six. But no, nobody's going to pull back that curtain on them. Um, we've already talked about the fact that the Giants have the best park and how they're an easy team to root for. And the Dodgers are also fun to watch. I don't think we've talked about Gabe Kapler or. Any thoughts on what's going to happen in this game? Save predictions because it's a part of dip picks, but just general thoughts on game five tonight. Uh, A lot of sports going on tonight. Um, That's going to take precedent for me. I'm just going to tell you right now. Yeah, I have a thought that Gabe Kapler was an absolute weapon before he added the beard to his repertoire. That guy is an absolute (laughs) rocket of a man. Oh, my goodness. Five-tool player. Uh, Yeah, I do watch him. I'll be watching football tonight. Um, I, I start paying attention during uh, league championship series. We'll see. Uh, I'll, I'll tune back and forth. What day? <laughs> Did you just give me an air jerk? No, no. I was, I was, I was saying, get here. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes more sense. He was pumping up a toy for his uh, child. Just a little. <laughs> Inflatable. I will say, I'm excited for Chris Sale is back in the mix for the Red Sox. Nobody is talking Red Sox. I'm just saying, sneaky team, those Red Sox. Look at Team of Destiny vibes. I'm I'm mad about the Red Sox, and I know we're not going to talk other series here, but I recorded about a minute's worth of content from the MLB Network the other night of just all Bostonians dancing after that game. Uh, game three, not the clincher, but game three uh, with the um, ground rule double issue. And mm-hmm. there's no fan base I could hate more than just everything about them. But anyways, tonight's game couldn't be more stoked. Dodgers are 0-2 as road dogs on the season. They've only been road dogs, period, twice, which is ridiculous, all season long, and lost both of those. Fun fact, who were they road dogs to? The Giants. The Giants. So, uh, 538 has them as the favorite, and they've never been wrong. Giants? No, the the Dodgers. Oh, well, then, yeah, there you have it. Of course, yes, their predictions never not been accurate. <laughs> this, somebody on Twitter one that panned out. <laughs> I was just going to say, although I do not want to see the Astros advance beyond the uh, ALCS. If they do, I want to. I want a Dodgers Astros clash again in the series. Then they could be fun to watch. Give me whoever will beat the Astros. That's that's you know. Yes, that too. My only rooting interest at this point. Um, winner takes on the Braves. Braves, who I thought were going to fall off at some point. You know, they were in a kind of weaker division, but uh, or I should say weaker division. But they they look like they were going to stumble as uh, like Ozuna was gone and all that. But um, who knows? Somebody on Twitter had a funny tweet said this is the two weeks of the year uh, he becomes a Mookie Betts fan and just goes all in for Mookie Betts and no other yes. Mookie Betts. And I got to say, I get it. I love everything about Mookie Betts. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, hard. Like, I don't know. There are a few other players in baseball, maybe 
Mike Trout, although you could hate Mike Trout for just being from Philadelphia, but like who just have that magnetism about them and just are so flipping good and highlightable um, that every time they're on, it's, it's must-watch TV. So I'll be watching that rather than Jalen Hurts, but, you know, is what it is. Speaking of football, uh, we're one less head coach in the NFL since uh, Monday's episode. <laughs> what happened? I missed this. A lot has happened, man. Any uh, emails that you guys were on that were redacted that uh, people are in possession of, or are we not discussing that publicly? I, I have not been emailing with the front office of the Washington football team in the past 10 years. So, no, I'm not, I'm not among them. All-time question here, and I'll defer this to uh, the two top boxes. <laughs> oh, Arthur there asks. There is simply no comparison, Arthur. It is absolutely the forums. There more is, offensive, yeah. Gruden's emails or the forums. <laughs> The stuff, okay, think, of, think about the stuff we actually allowed to be in the comment sections of that website. And then considering we had to shut a whole forum down, just you can just imagine what went on in there. It was pretty ugly. I just is wonder, there, go ahead. Is there anything more like middle-aged man than just conversing through email? Like 650,000 emails. They're, they're just going, they're, they're using it as a text chain. They could just text each other. But they're emailing. But yeah. this was over a, a many, many year span too, right? I, th- I what like 10, 10 years or so? Twenty eleven. I mean, it is a lot of emails, but it it includes a lot of folks too. I would imagine. You're right. Hey, was, a lot. Wasn't the wasn't the email he sent about what did he call Biden a nervous P? Wasn't that sent before? Wasn't this like when he was just a vice president? Like why was why was the vice president catching shots from Cruden? <laughs> Who knows? He was the VP. He doesn't set policy. <laughs> I, I have I have no idea. But you know, there are uh, you know a few people out there who will call it cancel culture and ask that oh ten year emails will get you run out of the paint. I'm not here to uh, argue either side of it, but I think the standard is if you're in a public position and you and something's found out that if they knew it ahead of time you would not have gotten that job. I think it's fair game for you to be fired for. So, uh, you know, that's kind of what's happening here. So be it. Um, convenient for Washington football team to announce that today, or not they're, they're doing it today, but that they will be retiring Sean Taylor's number 21 jersey. Three days yeah. from now. <laughs> KJ, yeah, you're, uh, you tweeted about this, and it was, it was perfect. I mean, they were just like, Yes, saving up for a rainy day situation here. And, uh, yeah, what, what a convenient time to uh, announce that. Uh, a deserving, deserving uh, honor, of course. But, yeah, why, why not? Why, did, why didn't you do this years ago? Can I say that some of my favorite things that happen in media and sports, politics, is when something is so transparent and it's just it's everybody knows exactly what you're doing and you are so shameless that you just do it anyway? They're like doubling down on it, Dave. The president was tweeting like, hey, I know it's not ideal to have three days notice, but, you know, we've had this in the, week, in the works for weeks. Let's pull the emails not. on that to see when that actually was decided. A member of the Taylor family will speak out in the coming weeks and be like, oh, yeah, he could call us like a, a few days before. I'm like, you want to come out for this? <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, there's the question about the owners and how they're getting through this uh, is probably how the CEO of Hooters and everyone else that is not a head coach is getting through this. Uh, 
a lot more money. <laughs> and if you think it was hard to get a hold of any other 538 servers, not 538, but you know, uh, servers, you're not getting the emails from like the Dallas Cowboys star or anything like that. That's just not happening. Like, <laughs> and, no, and no way, shape or form will that ever happen. Like the fact that you never got like years worth of Dallas Mavericks emails and they had all of the reason for those to be dumped out in public, like not happening. Cyberdust, you know, shout out. <laughs> yeah, we only use dust. You see, uh, Shefty is, is uh, he has a part in all this too. Mm-hmm. Emailing stories to Dan Snyder being like, hey, this this good, boss? Any edits needed? As they were reporting on about the scandal. The, about the lockout, right? Isn't that what he was writing about at the time? Um, he was discussing the lockout in one thread, but to the other president of football operations, I can't recall his name, the guy that, Gruden was actually exchanging emails. Brett Allen, I, I, his name escapes me, whoever it was. In those emails, it was specifically about a scandal, and he ran. He gave it to him first um, to make sure it was, you know, striking the right tone, which whatever. I don't care about journalistic integrity as long as you can tell me that a player signed their extension before, you know. Ian, what, what For more of that, about? check out Cold Stove. There you go. As long as you can tell me who a team is going to draft 15 seconds before they put the pick in, I'm cool with it. Do what you want. <laughs> Nothing I hate more. Um, <laughs> I need to know. I have a right to know. And I'm of the mindset. I don't care. Like, okay, turn, fire them all. Turn them all over. I don't care. Uh, just get them all out. I don't, it does not matter to me. Um, one more last story before we hit dip picks. Y'all talked at length about the uh, Cam Williams. Uh, what's his last name? Caleb. Caleb, Caleb, Williams. Caleb Williams. I'm sorry. Yeah, Caleb Williams, backup quarterback for OU, challenging Spencer Rattler for his starting job uh, after that comeback win over UT. Um, a student journalist at OU basically like took position in like a building somewhere across campus, pulled out some binoculars, and was like, and tweeted out. Caleb Williams is uh, taking reps with the ones and Lincoln Riley shut down all media access for the rest of the week after that was reported. <laughs> Crazy. I, I'm confused why this has become such a, a thing though. I mean, did anyone expect Rattler to start this, this week after what, what played out in that game? Oh. I mean, it would have been more of a story if, if Rattler was still taking first team snaps, I think. We all kind of saw this one coming. It, it is interesting that a, just some random student broke the story. Or, <laughs> or caused all this shit. The, I, I, don't, I don't know why everybody... It's the reaction from the team, from Lincoln Riley, like, to shut out... The, shutting out the media, really, it, that's never a good sign. Uh, not to be too topical, but it's kind of a red flag. You guys seen these tweets? <laughs> why do you think that's a red flag? Because you're you're hiding something from the media. You're you're a public institution. And you're hiding something, and it's and it's not. Even, it's a thing that everybody kind of already knows is going to happen. So I don't I don't know if he was like protecting Rattler. I don't I don't understand what he was doing. It, it just I don't know. It seems like maybe he there was some they rubbed him the wrong way. Maybe before all this, and he was like, all right, that's it. You know, yeah, no, no availability. It's just one of those narcissistic things to me, like. What's the worst that's going to happen if the other team knows that Caleb Williams is starting? Like, you know, they're going to prepare for both players. Like at this point, hundred percent. It's not. What do they have on Caleb? We have one game on right. Caleb Williams. Exactly. They're going to watch it regardless. Scary Patterson, though, KJ. 
Jeez, four weeks straight. I've talked about this guy. <laughs> Anyhow, let's uh, let's get over to dip picks. Somebody did mention that uh, why they were giving me some love early on in the season, and I just want to back up Michael's comment here and saying I'm just saying KJ would get the tattoo. You know, <laughs> I did laugh audibly out loud, if you will, when I heard that segment. Great work by you guys. You guys are good at podcasting. You should do it professionally. Uh, but Michael's onto something here. I'd like to just go ahead and prove, uh, the guy knows what he's talking about real quick. And, uh, I shared this photo with the crew a, a week or so ago, but, uh, just some proof that I stand by my lost bets. I, uh, I bet SMU Texas wow. A&M straight up with a coworker and this was the oh. bet payoff. And I had to hassle some <clears throat> poor, uh, poor lady at a Hispanic salon because my barber definitely would not let me fuck my head up like this. And, uh, <laughs> she etched this in my hair yeah, by like just me about, showing the logo. The thing about wow. cutting hair like that though, is that it does grow out a tattoo, <laughs> very different situation, unfortunately for, for your boy over here. Fair. Very amazing. <laughs> Casey, I'm going well to need that photo. I'm going to need that photo for featured feature images in the future. <laughs> it, my hair looks so bad. My hairline's so terrible in that. Anyways, let's get on to dip pics so we can get out of here on time. How about that? Uh, while I am doing that, y'all talk about some sports or something. I don't know. Sabres, 2-0 after the first period. Oh, in front, of, in front of a packed, a packed house. Dude. Hot. This is, Not this a is their year, Brad. There are I've been literally hundreds of people there, Dave, <laughs> catching the fever. <laughs> well, you know, maybe Western New York. Maybe it's like they've got something else going on up there. I don't know. Another show it in is, town that they're all at. I'll talk about this on Cold Stove. Um, but it, it's very sad, honestly, when they used to have a waiting list for season tickets of like three years. They capped season ticket sales at 16000 there, I honestly, there's not 4,000 people in this ring today. <laughs> they're all uh, not good. They're hanging out with Jack Eichel in the Which, uh, exactly in whatever box he was in. Look at that hockey talk right there. They didn't, they didn't even give Jack Eichel a, uh, a courtesy introduction while, when they went through the entire team, including the video coach pregame. <laughs> all right, let's do some dip picks. Oh, seriously, Severus. Dip picks, for those who do not know, we'll pick eight games. Tonight we'll actually pick our first baseball game of the year, the Dodgers-Giants, which will uh, start here in a little bit. All games count for one point. Big boy stacks count for three points. Loser is defined as anyone who gets beat by the guest. Uh, And as of now, there's only one person who is not beating the guest slot and only one person who is behind 50%. And that would be me because Dave and Dylan are tied at 24 and 19 on the season at 56%. I'm at 20 and 23 on the year. That's ugly. 47%. The guest, one pick better than me. That payoff that for this. was a tough week, AJ. I had a real, real tough week. 30 days oh. with this bad boy dangling from your car. 30 oh whole days. Shiny. Is it gold-plated? You know. I mean, I've never seen a gold one like that. Well, how expensive was that? You know, why is the left one hang lower than the right one? Is it is that how they all are? Oh, you know, that's okay, Mr. Perfect, Mr. Perfect, Mr. Perfect balls. <laughs> it's a very common thing, Dylan. <laughs> I know it is, but it's so anatomically correct. It's weird. You can't, uh, they can't hang in different spots if you only have one. Um, but having said that, when they sent these gold ones to me, 
I thought this was like a clip to attach them. No, they just send you a free miniature nut sack. So you can like keep it on your keychain. <laughs> or, or on a necklace or something. Yeah, I don't even know what you would do with this. I might put it on my dog's oh my dog's my collar. Gosh. I don't know. I don't know. Don't put it on your dog's collar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to picking. Dodgers Giants. I'm not worried about the line. I'm not worried about the money line. We're picking this straight up. Giants are at home. Slight favorites in Vegas, although 538 is picking the Dodgers. David, it's game five. Who's going to the NLCS? Bet. Mookie bets. 538, never wrong in baseball. I'm riding with the Dodgers. Dylan. I am also riding with the Dodgers. I am fading and supporting the Bay and Gabe Kapler's perfect face. And a lot of people will bring up like Barrett, not, yeah, Barrett. When talking about Dylan, like we need more side-by-sides of, you know, Dylan and Gabe Kapler's like natural no, tan. Please don't, please don't do that. He, that, that man, he's an absolute specimen. Uh, he's too. Brett, who do you have? Give me the uh, fighting Mookie Betts's. I want a Dodgers Red Sox World Series. I think that would be very, very fun. Give me the Dodgers. A line for baseball. Sure. Uh, Starts at eight o'clock central. So you got a little bit of time. Um, A line that should have moved a lot more than it has. Bucks at Eagles Thursday night football. Tom Brady versus Jalen Hurts, the quarterback battle we've all been waiting for. Eagles are getting seven at home. Dylan, who do you have? I, uh, for some reason, I am taking the Eagles plus seven. Uh, the Bucks defense is just not strong, and I think they keep it somewhat close, although the Bucks do win. Give me – well, I, I don't uh, disagree with your point. Uh, if the Eagles cared about running the ball, which they do not, they would have trouble against the Bucks. They're going to try to throw and throw a whole lot. They may be successful there, but Jalen Hurts is not going to be able to run on Des White or anybody on that defense, Vita Vea or anyone of that sort. Uh, give me the Bucks. What up, Parks? He can't hear you. I know. You got to have the things on. Brett, who do you have? Hey, KJ said what up. I don't trust um, really anything that I've seen out of the Eagles this year. I, I don't think they're a very good team, frankly. Um I, I need to see more out of Jalen Hurts. I kind of sneaky like a, a few of their weapons, but uh, am I going to bet against Tom Brady? No, I'm not. Tampa Bay. David? Didn't TB put up like 500 yards last week? Uh, He's on the right now. Um, wasn't this line like six and a half, like 30 minutes ago? Um, yeah, it was six and a half. I picked it up. I picked it up at seven. It started at five. So it was a very strange line. There's another line uh, that we're not picking. The Rams Giants started at five and it's moved to like nine and a half. And that's probably has to do with Dave, Daniel Jones's injury. But anyways, who might, might somehow play this weekend? Really? Which, yeah. They shouldn't play the rest of the year. They should just bench him. <laughs> that that dude couldn't he couldn't name himself walking off the field on Sunday. Um, yeah, that was bad. I am going to this is tough. I'm gonna ride with the Bucks. The I've seen enough of the Eagles. I, I I don't think they can keep up. 
Biggest spread of the week, Cincinnati Bearcats at home against the Fighting Dan Register, UCF, Black Knights, Golden Knights, Golden Knights. Uh, Cincy is favored by 21, number three team in the country. Uh, I don't think UCF gets embarrassed by 30, 21. They're not better or good or on par without Dylan uh, Gabriel uh, there at quarterback, but give me since uh, give me UCF to cover. Brett. Who's up? Brett. You are. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm, am I reading this correctly that this line opened at 10 and a half and is now at 21 and a half? Yeah, well, that might've been season KJ? open. Yeah, that might've been season open, not week open. Got you. Um, you know, I, I guess until Cincinnati proves me otherwise, I, I know I'm getting chalky with these picks here, but uh, I, I, do I do I bet against Spencer Ritter until he gives me a reason not to? No, uh, Cincinnati covers, but but not by not by a ton. That's going to be a 24 point game in my mind. Desmond, so you're taking UCF? No, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Okay, Desmond Ritter for all the. Uh... Future Who did hats. I say? You said Spencer, you said but Spencer. Uh, Spencer just like Rice the people, Rattler, Rattler, Desmond Ritter. Just like somebody wants to take time out of their day to remind us that the Colts aren't in the AFC North. Like, okay, man, yeah. it changes nothing. <laughs> um, David, who do you have? Ready to go, Brett? They were. Uh, UCF's rolling out freshmen out there. Um, I, I've talked to my insiders over at UCF. And not confident. In fact, insanely negative. Like, like they may <laughs> as well who, not even make your insider is. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with him just because if he's wrong I can I can text him and be like what the fuck uh, I'm riding with Cincinnati I think they cover Dylan I was on the fence with this one but uh, Dave's anonymous UCF inside source uh, has convinced me to side with Cincy Cincy yeah. big I'm uh given the standings here I'm I'm gonna be very vocal about my uh, questioning of the PEDs involved here the performance enhancing Dan Registers. Um, you know, inside Allegedly. information here is a uh, suspect. Anyhow, game of the week for college football, Kentucky featuring some Penn State or a Penn State transfer who's lighting it up. Former <clears throat> Rams coordinator, our staffer at coordinator, doing big things for the other stoops at 6-0 and going into Georgia. And they are 22.5-point dogs. <laughs> Brett, who do you have? <laughs> you know, I... <sighs> I haven't seen Kentucky play a whole lot, but I know they can score. And I just don't know if they can score against Georgia's defense. Now, Kentucky's defense is the story of this game. Can they keep it close? I think they do. Kentucky loses but covers. David? Man, it was Georgia-Arkansas a couple weeks ago. And what was the line? It was like 21. It was something preposterous. I was like, dude, that's insane. And uh, I was proven wrong. It was not insane. Um, that being said, I haven't watched Kentucky at all. Uh, I do know. Uh, <laughs> can you hear that? Nope. Roads, roads not at all. It's fine, though. I don't know what he wants. Uh, I hope somebody's back there with him. <laughs> anyway. He's in the green room just waiting for his time. No, give me. Give me. Uh, this is in Athens, right? In Athens. Uh, I'm gonna ride with Georgia. I can't. I can't doubt them anymore. People got mad that I didn't say they were a powerhouse. Ooh, I'll <laughs> ride with you, okay? And if, if I'm wrong, then it's on y'all. Please like my team, Dylan. Who do you have? 
<laughs> uh, like like Dave, I also have not watched Kentucky play, but I have watched UGA play, and I don't see how Kentucky scores on them. Uh, the Arkansas line that I thought was ridiculous was ended up being not ridiculous at all. Arkansas Georgia line that is. Uh, so I, yeah, I got I got UGA. This strikes me as a game that will have a couple fluky scores or be closer than it needs to be in the beginning, like a traditional Alabama game, crock-potting, if you will, um, which is, you know, taking on a whole other concept of late. Um, or like the Cowboys game last week with the Giants. Um, but I have faith in Kirby Fart here. Uh, give me Georgia. It's not, it's not his name. Could be. All right. Uh, Late-night game. <laughs> Arizona State, number 18, is going to Utah. There were other games that probably could have been pickable over this. BYU-Baylor, for example. Given the story out of Utah, unfortunately suffering their second tragedy two years in a row uh, with a DFW player um, getting killed and then them having to come to Dallas for the funeral, figured it was worthwhile to add this on. ASU is only favored by one point at Utah. Uh, David, you're up first. Give me Utah and the Fighting Jaquin and Jacksons. Dylan, I don't think I don't know if he'll see the field, but I'm going to watch. I'm going to fade the Fighting Jaquin and Jacksons and pick Arizona State minus one. Herm Edwards has been excellent at covering. I don't know if that's accurate. Don't look up his record. I just feel like it's always the case that he's surprisingly competent. Um, but I'm going to stick with Utah here. At home, nighttime, you know, a lot of emotions on the line. I think they get this one. Brett? Yeah, home home dog <clears throat> after dark at a, at a stadium that likes to pack the house and weird things happen in Utah. You know, John Smith started that one off a long time ago. But, okay. uh, yeah, give me, the, give me the Utes. Family affair, if you will. <sighs> Okay, over to sister, 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 sister. Over to NFL. We'll get through this quickly. We've got three games and big boy sacks. Packers at Bears. Uh, Let's see. Justin Fields' debut game against the Packers. Packers getting, or Bears getting five at home. Dylan. Sorry, Stella is uh, very thirsty. I don't know if you guys heard that. Um,. This one, uh, I don't have a great feel for this one, but I think the Bears are kind of – the Packers are so hit or miss. I think I think it's going to be a close game no matter what happens here, and I think the Bears do keep it within that five. So I got, I got Chicago. Right. I will be riding with Aaron Rodgers, who uh, could not name all of the quarterbacks from Chicago over the last handful of years. No reason he needs to. I'd be more impressed if he could name like 20 DBs from a team over the last, like, three years. But, uh, yeah, give me the Packers. Uh, Brett. That Randall Cobb catch last week to basically win the game um, still blows my mind. And I I think Cincinnati might be a a relatively good team. I decided to watch them develop under Joe Burrow. And um, that being said, I uh, I think Green Bay has shown me enough I don't think Chicago has shown me much. I think Chicago is very like a, a Philadelphia to me. They're a little bit of a uh, New England to me. Like I don't know what they are yet. So I'm going to go with what I know and take the Packers. By that, you mean a team with a young quarterback. That's, um, you can't go wrong with that. Yep. David. 
Uh, I'm riding with the Packers. Okay. Uh, two big games. Chargers at Ravens. Ravens coming off that Monday night comeback victory, if you will. Um, you know, I mean, they earned it. There were several times where uh, – you say Packers, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Okay. Several times where I think they probably wouldn't have uh, had a chance against a more competent opponent. But uh, Ravens are favored by three at home versus the Chargers, who just put like 50-plus up on the Browns last week. Um, I don't know who's up, but I'll go. Give me the fighting Brandon Staley's. One of the best clips on the internet going around of just coach speak this week. Worth watching. I'm taking the Chargers for that reason. Brett? Let's do... Uh, this is going to be one of those games where it's like the future of the NFL is postered all over the, the marketing materials. It's like Herbert versus Lamar, which it is. So don't get me wrong. But uh, Lamar last week was unbelievable. Unbelievable. I wonder if there's a lot of emotion from last week that carries over into this week. Give me Justin Herbert and the Chargers getting points. Were you like saying this bet. was the Luca Trey Young of the NFL? Um, David, who do you have? <clears throat> Dude, I like that. You're kind of blowing my mind here. Uh, man, I'm pretty. if the Chargers are getting points anytime the rest of the season, I'm probably going to take them. So I'm riding with the Chargers. Dylan? Yeah, I, I hate to pick the same that all three of you guys picked, but I think the Chargers win this one outright. Um, like, like Brett alluded to, I think there's going to be a little bit of a, an emotional come down after last week. Uh, Chargers. Cardinals at Browns. Speaking of OU, two OU Heisman can or champ winners, champions, whatever. Um, undefeated Cardinals are getting three and a half on the road at the Browns. I'm going to take the points uh, until Arizona loses. I'm taking the points. Uh, Brett. Yeah, I think you're right. They also, Arizona's a team that I, I don't exactly know yet, which is weird to say after five weeks, but um, I like what Kyler's doing. I love uh, Rondale Moore, shouts to Randy. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I I cannot not take them getting points even though they're on the road. I do think Cleveland is much, much improved from where they've been, even though they've been hyped up the last couple of years. I think they're hitting their stride, but give me Arizona uh, not by a ton, but they, they do cover. Dylan. I'm also on the Cardinals. Um, I, I'm just not a believer in, in Baker when it comes to close games. I think the uh, the record will show that he kind of struggles in, in uh, clutch moments like that. I just – I don't know. I, I think the Cardinals, until they, they prove that they're, uh, they're not as good as they appear to be, I'm going to keep riding with them. And – David. Uh, Browns are kind of banged up, too. Uh, Miles Garrett got a knee thing. Uh, you know, the Cardinals have a COVID thing. One player, two two coaches, right? I don't know. Something to watch. Something to watch. My insiders are telling me it could spiral. Uh, I don't know. It's up. It's hard to say. That being said, I we're going to go four for four. I, I, I had this picked as the Cardinals before I came in. I swear to God. I mean, I will say uh, history will show you do not win this game by uh, worrying about fading during your regular picks. You win it by hitting your big boy stacks. As the guests have gone undefeated at big boy stacks and are 
horrible on the other picks. All right. So speaking of which, let's hit big boy stacks. <clears throat> Who wants to go? I'll go. Go ahead. The Chiefs of Kansas City. What's their spread? More than Land that. six and a half to the Washington football team. Yes, it is on Sean Taylor Day. Um, it is. It's something to factor in. You know, the, the boys are going to be buzzing. You know, they've got all sorts of good – oh, we lost a horn. we got some good positive mojo going. <laughs> I got it. Um, but, that, yeah, I'm, uh, give me the Chiefs uh, minus six and a half. How about that? I'll just do that first. Coming second. off a loss, too. I'm one for one, uh, about to be two for two on the Chiefs uh, after a loss. All right. Love that. Uh, let's see for my big boy sack. I thought about the Iowa Purdue game. Speaking of going, you know, Rondell Moore and Randy Purdue's getting 11. That was attractive. But then I thought back to what got me to the mountaintop last year. And that was supporting our troops, supporting our country and the black Knights of the army of West point are, uh, getting 14 points, depending on where you look 13 and a half elsewhere. I'll take it at 14. Give me Army plus 14 uh, versus Wisconsin. Good pick. Oh, yeah. I I love that pick, KJ. Can you hear me? We gotcha. Big boy stack. All we need is your big boy stack and Brett's. Give me a thumbs up if I'm good to go. We can hear you, Dylan. Yep, go ahead. All right. I am taking um, um, my big boy stack is – Texas, Oklahoma State over 60 and a half points. Oh. Reasons being, Texas offense, very good. Texas defense, not so good. The X Factor, Arch Manning is in town to watch this one. Five-star, number one quarterback in the country. And Sark is going to draw up some plays and show him what this <clears throat> offense is capable of. Okay. 80 points. And guess where he was last week? Can't hear you also. Ole Miss. He's sit back. He watched the Ole Miss Rebels put up 52 against the Arkansas Razorbacks. Yards all over the place, just throwing balls all over the yard, which leads into this week an unbiased pick, in my opinion. The Ole Miss Rebels uh, laying two and a half at Tennessee in Rocky Top. So I think they win that game by 20 plus. Ole Miss Ooh. covers in a packed house in Tennessee. Okay. I'm back. Well, uh, I can hear y'all again. There we go. There we go. Well, we will uh, wrap it up. Is this the weekend day, Micah, or am I a week off? Yes. Is this what? Micah's wedding is tomorrow. Yo, Micah, I know. Have a good <laughs> wedding. <laughs> Let's get out of here. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. Go Tide. I'm just saying.